Welcome to Last First Date Radio, featuring interviews with experts in dating, relating, and mating in midlife. And now, here's your host, Sandy Weiner. This is episode number 421 with Adele Wong, The Art of Feminine Presence. Hi, everybody. I'm Sandy Weiner, and welcome to Last First Date Radio, where we believe it is never too late for love and that a woman of value naturally attracts the respect and rewards she deserves in life and in love. And speaking of woman of value, I am so excited that my new book is available now on Amazon Kindle and paperback, and it's called Becoming a Woman of Value, How to Thrive in Life and Love. And it's filled with my own personal stories, with client stories, expert interviews like the one we're going to have today, and many, many tips and exercises to help you step into your value. And the book is divided into three pillars of core confidence, show up, stand up, and speak up. And these are what I found to be the core of how you really can step into who you really are at your core. So go out and get that book when we're done with the show. And this week's tip on becoming a woman of value is from the book, and it's Embrace Your Beauty. We all have different types of beauty, and we tend to compare and despair. We, we compare ourselves to the so-called ideal of beauty that's out in the media. And I want you to embrace the beauty that is you, because once you do that, you actually glow you become so much more attractive when you can own the beauty that you have. And so my challenge to you this week is to look at who you are and find the beauty within you. Find the things about you that you love, the things that people tell you that they love, and really step into that, really own it, remember it, speak it to yourself, because the more we focus on the positives about ourselves, the more that will grow. And before I bring on Adele, I just want to let you know we have a fabulous Facebook group. It's called Your Last First Date. And if you're not yet a member, I invite you to join us. If you are over 40, if you are dating or in a relationship and you want to grow in that relationship and you want to really have positive reinforcement for how to get onto your last first date, Join us there. And now for my guest, Adele Wong. She helps women who feel invisible reconnect to their feminine essence. And this is so important. And this is how they can attract more of what they want. Many women today in the rush for equality have cut themselves off from the most beautiful parts of themselves. They feel stressed, invisible, and unable to attract the relationships that they want. And Adele has helped thousands of women increase their feminine presence so they can walk into any room and attract the attention they want with the it factor. Increasing feminine presence and magnetism helps every woman be more joyful and attract better relationships. Welcome to the show, Adele. I love that. Oh, thank you for having me. Pleasure to be here. Yeah, the feminine essence is such an important topic. I, I don't get tired of talking about this, even though we've had other, other experts talking about it. I think, you know, and I can speak for myself, that I probably lived most of my life from the head up, <laughs> from the neck up, you know, and really in my masculine. And that's how I got things done. It's how I ran a family. It's how I started a business. It's how I run this podcast. But there's that other part of us 
this feminine essence that's so beautiful. And tell us what it is and why now, more than ever, it's so important. Yes, well, now more than ever. Um, the feminine essence is a quality that every woman has. So it's not like we're talking about how everyone should be one style of feminine. Or, it's as unique as every woman. And it is, it's, it's an energetic presence that people feel around you. And this is different than feminine and masculine energy. So uh, I just want to take a moment and just sort of pull apart these words so that we have a common understanding of what we mean by feminine. Because in my work with hundreds of people around the world, I've noticed that sometimes even the words mean different things to different people. So, you know, in our lives, we have things called feminine energy and masculine energy, and that can be called the yin and the yang. So the yin is perhaps more quiet, introspective, the yang is bright and, uh, you know, getting things done, the, intuitive, uh, the yin is more, uh, intuitive, the, the young is more intellectual. And for any woman who wants to get anything done in this world, we need both. So this is not about just living your life, sitting at home, not doing anything. That would be just pure yin. Essence has to do with how you prefer to run your life. So you can think of it as the difference between a cat and a dog. They have different preferences on light. They have different preferences on how they like to hang out in the sun. It's just sort of innate. Can they do the other? Sure, but they're not going to be as happy. So in my experience, what's happened in this world is that women in the rush for getting things done, for being productive, that I can, I can do it all, uh, they've sort of cut themselves off from the most succulent and attractive part of them because it's often seen as weak. But it's, it's just a, it's an energetic quality that it, it has nothing to do, to do with feminine energy, although it could be. You can be just as feminine in a ball gown as a t-shirt and jeans, but it's more of a, an awareness of how your energy is running in your body. So masculine energy, uh, the preference tends to be a little bit more electric. It goes out, solves a problem. And a lot of our women do that just fine. You got the chops, you can do it just fine. But wouldn't you be happier, just feeling into it, if you could attract? You get the same amount of stuff done. Do you want to do it this way or do you want to do it this way? And both are fine. You know, there, there's not one that's right, one that's wrong, but there's usually one way when I work with women all around the world on turning on this quality they feel more relaxed. They feel like they don't have to push to get things done. It's almost like you, you turn on this lever and manifestation, whether it's more clients, better dates, prospects, because um, the, the masculine adores the feminine essence. And what ha has happened in this culture, oh, maybe you can't see on the podcast, but if you got feminine essence here and masculine essence here, which are just natural preferences of how men and women tend to prefer to run their life, and inside each of these, we run yin and yang energy to get stuff done, to relate to our kids. Because men without feminine energy, that would be gross too. But what's happened in this culture is, since we're a little bit confused, people are sort of meeting in the middle. You know, and we've lost this polarity. It doesn't always feel PC or people feel like, oh, you know, but 
in the middle, nobody is as happy in a neutral zone. So since this is a show on dating, I always encourage all my clients, if you're on the dating scene, we need both the polarity of the masculine and feminine essence. And we need the commonality of values. If you only have polarity, it's a hot mess, you know? But if you only have common values, it feels kind of like a friendship. Like it, it's lost some spark that makes the dating relationship different than other relationships. So the more women, especially on the dating scene, the more you can be aware that there is this thing that you have called the feminine essence. Um, it makes you feel more visible, more magnetic, children like it, old people, dogs. This is not this thing you turn on to just attract the man. Although when it's on, men will notice you and the right kind of man, which I'm like, you don't need 10 billion men on the dating scene. You just need one good one, you know? So this is not about quantity as much as quality. And so the reason why it's useful to work with a feminine presence coach like myself or in your work is to get feedback on what your energy is saying. Because people around you are already feeling something even before you open your mouth. And so if you're out there dating and everybody's trying to be clever or, or I got to say the right thing, or I'm trying so hard to be myself, you know, that kind of bracing feeling, it's harder for people to really connect. It's harder to feel the polarity because men are very attracted to this quality. It's a softness that's also very strong. So it's not, you know, oh, it's not like a damsel in distress. And, um, I think this is often the missing piece, especially for accomplished professional women in their 40s, because we're not interested in turning you into a, you know, a basket case that needs to be rescued. And yet what happens, I'm sure you've seen this a lot, Sandy, is women are so competent, they, they can do it all. They, they got it all covered, everything. Well, I'm great. I'm glad you can do it all. But the question becomes, do you want to? Do you want to? Because the masculine is wired to look for a need. It looks, for, that's just what happens in the wiring. There's a need there. there, there there's a hole. There's something that needs to be filled. I'm going to go do it. So if there's no opening, the masculine feels a little bit off, right? And a lot of women have been trained. It's been beat out of us that any, any sort of emotional vulnerability is weak. Can you feel into that, how that's been happening on the dating scene, especially in corporate? So if you're, like I, many of my clients are, are very uh, successful professionals or they run a business. And in business, yes, you gotta run a lot of young energy, masculine, get stuff done. But it's gotta honor the feminine form. It's gotta honor your feminine essence. You can do it like a man if you want to. Nothing wrong with it, but you probably won't be as happy. You're probably gonna feel drained. You'll feel irritable. Then you go home and you fight with your man or it's just off a little bit. So I hope I've given you a little bit of a, a sense of what essence is an energy. It's a, it's a preference, a way of running energy in the body. I'm an energy medicine practitioner. So my background was always in understanding energy of women first and men. And I noticed differences. 
And then that's not just the body, but also our preference of how we like to look at the world, you know, and noticing the best relationships had the best, had this blend between masculine, feminine polarity and common values. So with a lot of my single clients, I put a lot of emphasis on feminine presence work. I run online classes on the art of feminine presence. This is not the kind of work you can just sort of do by yourself because other women have to witness you and say, gosh, you are glowing, Sandy, when you do that. And because you're going to be happier and every man in the room will be like, oh, you know, it's going to be very attractive in the right way. So, um, cause I think a lot of women are very nervous, frankly, about their feminine power. It's been sort of beat out of women. Don't you think you're all that, you know, all that stuff, the gossip. The, and so it's this negating of the feminine essence didn't always come from men. Sometimes it came from women. So we work in small groups to unwire that, you know, through zoom or in person or whatever. And we have a grand old time and then women start attracting attention pretty quickly without trying to. So I'm like, go to Kroger, stand at the post office, stand next to somebody and just notice what you notice. And she feels so much happier. And then, you know, he looks over and, you know, little things like that. Yeah. Well, you said a lot of things, Sonia. I want to comment yes, on a few things. I, I usually do. I just... <laughs> well, no, it's good. It's all good stuff. So let's um, peel back a little bit. Um, one of the things I want to highlight is about the energy not being pushing energy. And I remember just as a businesswoman, the difference between push marketing and being able to pull people into you, right? So in marketing, whenever somebody pushes themselves on me, and I, I'm sure that our listeners have felt that, like somebody goes on LinkedIn and says, um, join my group. Oh. <laughs> you know, I don't know you at all, but join my group. Let me have your money. <laughs> I put you on an email list without your permission. Here's, let me throw some stuff at you. It's so off-putting. And I never understood it until I understood the difference between pushing and then pulling someone in. So someone listens to the podcast and likes what you have to say, Adele. And so you're pulling them in and now they voluntarily come to you rather than you finding somebody and then slamming your stuff down their throat, right? You're absolutely right. Because the, the feminine and masculine essences are part of each person's personal essence. So we weren't born genderless. You know, we were born with a certain life force that prefers a certain pattern. So when, when people are looking for purpose, or their personal branding, for example, because I, I coach a lot of people who are trying to become coaches. And they're doing it from a very heady point of view. They went to ICF, they, they did all these other things, but the business is struggling. And so my job is to go in there and trace, where's the energy? And that's usually goes to the business owner. And oh, you're a woman or you're a man. Let me trace where the, 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 the primary energy is running. And I can usually quickly find where she's leaking and when she's leaking, she gets more exhausted, more depleted, and then she pushes harder. And then she goes to networking and she doesn't feel herself. She's just up there giving her spiel. And it's not pulling in the way, because she's, she's not quite there. A lot of presence work, whether it's feminine essence or masculine, it's the ability to stay fully present in the moment 
and in your body. You got to use your body because uh, right now, a lot of spiritual development, business development, personal development tends to be more cognitive. Well, you just need to let this go or you just, and that's fine, but you're going to get much better results when you use the body. Mm -hmm. And I know because I suffered with depression for over 12 years and my, my, my love life was horrible. (laughs) I didn't know anything about feminine essence. In fact, I didn't want to hear about it. What difference does it make? (laughs) I was very almost hostile to the idea of my own sensuality. I was very squirmish about it. Didn't want to talk about it. I'm a nice person. That should be all that's needed. We should have common values. You know, it was very cognitive. And so I attracted a lot of men that were that. And it never bloomed the way I wanted. And I couldn't understand why. Yeah. Yeah. I, and that's, I a lot. Yeah. that's a very common thing. I mean, I, I attract a lot of uh, powerful, successful women into my practice who can't figure out why they're not being successful in love. Exactly. And, and you can Turn feel it. Off. Turn yeah, the you can feel off. Well, and here's the thing. It's more in my work with, gosh, I don't know how many around the world, what I've noticed is it's more of a turning something on than, I mean, there is healing that needs to be done. They both need to be done. And once people get a taste that they have this internal power in them, it's very liberating. And they start attracting a different kind of man pretty quickly, like not over six months or a year, but like within a couple months, the, the, the number of people showing up. And then the ones that they used to attract just sort of Oh, you know, where'd he go kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And I find that just much more efficient <laughs> on the dating scene. Like, for example, I'll use myself as an example. I struggled with uh, romantic relationships for, oh my God, forever. I didn't know how to do this thing. Read a lot of self-help books, went to a couple seminars, all, you know, all the stuff. And it wasn't working. And I got to a point where I was so depressed. I said, maybe it's not for me. You know, I'm just going to let this go. Maybe it's not in the cards this time. I mean, I was at that point of despair. And um, someone said, you know, Adele, are you aware you're not very tapped into your feminine essence? Are you aware? Like, how are you with being a woman? And I remember getting very uncomfortable, fidgety. Like, you know, like, what what do you mean? I am one. What, What difference does it make? But I, I started doing some work and, at, and I said, well, I'm doing this for me. I'm obviously not meant to date anybody. I've given that up. I've given it up. Let it go. Let it go. So I did that. And I think it was, it was very quick, maybe a month, six months, uh, six weeks later, I met my husband and I still wasn't thinking of him in that way because I had already resigned myself, but I was doing this work for myself and then I realized, oh, maybe there's a relationship here, you know, in terms of what I was doing and who I was attracting. So that's just my story. So I totally understand women. If you've been out there, you know, not attracting the right kinds of guys and, and, and you know, there, there are other things you can investigate, you know, your sensuality, your, your, your sexuality, your, your feminine en- energy that has nothing to do with clearing beliefs, positive affirmations, visualization, like all that stuff is good, but it tends to take a long time. You have to keep doing it and keep reminding yourself. And I was lazy. I, I, you know, I'm just going to go here and boom, 
And when you do both <laughs> of them together, oh, it's, it's really quite remarkable. So yeah. in my work, you know, yes, we do do work on the other stuff too, but I start with where is your feminine energy first? Let's just go there. Go to your essence. Then there's more mojo left for the cognitive work, the limiting beliefs, the affirmations, all that. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just so much more fun. Online, yeah. we have small groups. We just have a grand old time. We've got people from the UK, Africa, Asia, all calling in. Because I think this is a very universal problem right now. Oh yeah, definitely. And I think, you know, as some of, some of my colleagues have said that the women's live movement really kind of ruined women. And I, you know, I just watched, I think it was called Mrs. America on Hulu. And mm -hmm. it was really about the ERA and how, you know, there was the, there, these two boring groups. There were the women who were the housekeepers who were so threatened by the ERA that it's going to ruin the family, you know, unit. And then there was Gloria Steinem and all these women who were fighting for women's rights. And a lot of times in the process, women stopped having relationships and that, that became, they were like warriors and fighters and, you know, and losing the balance. And I actually think Gloria Steinem has a beautiful combination of both. She was able to attract a lot of men. She, she stayed focused on her feminine. And if you watch the series, the actress who plays her really puts a lot of the feminine energy out there when she's negotiating, when she's talking to senators, when she's trying to get the bill passed. Yeah. I mean, at this point in history, we are at a unique time. We've never been in this point in history. We need every woman on deck in terms of her leadership. So that means the feminine is not always soft and nurturing. And this is where women tend to go. They go, oh, I'm too much. Men say I'm too much for them. I'm too out there. Or so they start to dial themselves down. You know, I'm like, stop that. Don't do that. I want your fire. It's just that like, you can think of a mama bear. If you encroach on a mama bear's cubs, you're going to see some force. And that's a different type of energy then um it, it's just different expressions so i don't want women thinking that they have to be pansies no i women need to be out in front leading like this whole covid disaster and all this stuff some of the best leaders in the world in was it is it new zealand or certain countries i've noticed isn't it interesting that the countries that are having more success with the virus are led by women isn't that interesting? <laughs> they didn't get there by, you know, just sitting home eating bonbons. They had a lot to do. But there was a certain mother, mother bear, you will not hurt my people kind of thing that came out that was beautifully expressed. Yes. And so I am not interested in turning down any woman's passion. What happens is, especially with successful corporate women, the corporate structure is so doggone masculine that women tend to emulate the leaders around them. You know, it's just natural. Like if you're surrounded by men, well, to get ahead, you just sort of take on their energy and it doesn't feel good. It's not, it's not the feminine preference. You can do it, but you don't like it. You start feeling very exhausted, you know, and they start feeling invisible. Um, it, it just doesn't feel very good. Mm -hmm. And so how can we turn that back on? So when you go home, you don't run your household like you're still the VP of whatever. 
you know, th there's, there's a range. And so in my work, all I care about is giving women some awareness. There, there might be times you don't feel like being extra feminine in the moment. Fine. You know, but you know, when you do on a date with your husband, you know how to turn it on and it has nothing to do with makeup or smiling or it's an energetic in the body so that you can walk into a restaurant and everyone will notice you. This is the it factor. Yeah. It's not always your physical appearance. It's a, it's an energetic quality. And uh, I used to think that some people were born with it, but I think it's more of a, an awareness that can be increased to yeah. get you what you I agree with that. I think that it's the same with men. I mean, I think there are a lot of men who are the nice guy, who are the pansy, the, you know, the men who get, who are the uh, doormat, you know, and I think, so I think, you know, stepping into their masculine essence, it, yeah. learning how to really Absolutely. own the room and, and without being overbearing. I think that, you know, when I think of leadership and I think of female leadership versus a lot of the male leadership during COVID, um, a lot of them are ignoring empathy. Um, they are not empathic. They are not looking at what's best in the big picture. They're looking at what's best for me. And I think the feminine essence is is much more about Look what's good for everyone around us. It's more inclusive energy. But Absolutely. Let's, yeah. Um, and I've I've met m many women who have this it factor, and you can you can feel it. I, I remember being on a plane once sitting next to a woman and her daughter. And there was just this way she had about her that was so grounded. The only way I can explain it, she was grounded, she was joyous. She took such joy in the you know, pleasure in watching her daughter and in the interaction between her and her daughter. There was no sarcasm, no um, you know, bitterness. I find you know, when you get rid of some of those things. So, I would love to hear from you, how, how does a woman increase her feminine essence? Because I think what we've been talking, it's sort of esoteric at this point, yeah. you know, the energy, like, let's get concrete yeah. if let's, we can. Well, it, it's kind of hard to do in just a few minutes, but okay. um, and if people want to learn more, you know, I'll give you guys resources. But the first thing is to develop more awareness of your lower body. A lot of women live their lives, it's either head bubble, they're thinking their feelings more than feeling them, or they're living, like, because I'm an energy person, right? So I can look at someone's aura. When I was little, I'd see colors around people, and I didn't understand why. My mom thought it was crazy, but now it's useful. I can look at a man's energy or a woman's energy, or on the phone, I can start sketching. Where is their energy? Most people's energies are either up here, as you know, or they're living their lives mostly from the heart which is great, but it's very weak if it's only from the heart. You get blown away by one uh, nasty look or you know, one disagreement and you're just down for the count. There's, you know, because the, the empathy, it feels very unsafe, you, like emotionally unsafe. It's like your heart is running around outside of your body unprotected. That's mm -hmm. not fun when you're on a date. When you're on a date and you're trying to stay open and you can feel yourself tense up because you're nervous, but you want to be open because you don't want to, you know, put up all of your armor with this man. And someone told you, you got to be open. And so there's this, I'm trying, right? I'm like, drop your energy lower into your body. And there's a bunch of practice that focuses on the sexual energy, 
I know, and this is where women go, what? I'm like, don't worry. It's very enjoyable and fun, but it tends to reside more in the hips and in feminine presence work, spark your feminine presence work, which is my work, we talk about the womb space. It's, it's literally an awareness in a woman's body. And a lot of women in our culture, based on things that have happened, it's completely cut off. The things have happened. And this is where it helps to work with someone to gently activate that part of you again in a safe way. Because a lot of times women have sort of either shamed this out, like, oh God, you know, I, yeah, I, I guess I'm, a, you know, there's a certain disowning of her natural sensuality. Or it's been abused, or she's leading with it. Like she's using it because it works, but she's, attracting a lot of scorn or shaming from other people. That's also a wound. And she doesn't even know she's doing it. So she needs a crazy person like me to take one look at the aura and say, okay, try this. So for the purpose of this podcast, I would just invite everyone to imagine, uh, I'm assuming most of the listeners are women. Uh, men have a different power center. So if I'm working with a man on his masculine essence, we wouldn't do this, but it's similar. You would imagine that there is a well deep in your, the pelvic bowl, that uh, it's, it's the most beautiful well. You can think of stained glass windows around, light coming in. So this isn't living from heart. This is lower. And it doesn't talk. It doesn't feel, well, it does feel, but in a different way. Because are you aware of the chakra system, Sandy? You probably mm -hmm. are. The different, yeah. So it has a different conversation. And it's not really the second chakra. I get a lot of um, energy healers that, is this the second chakra? Because it's related <laughs> to sensuality. I'm like, let's not go there. It sends people into their heads, right? I just want you to feel, can you feel your womb space in your body? And women will go, what? I'm just, like, just try. It's like developing an awareness of your own sexual energy. And, you know, a lot of women, the first time they... I've had, all, I've had women cry. I've had women burst out in giggles. All kinds of things happen with somatic work. And so then there's a way of amplifying it and filling a certain light globe. And it's not using the mind. Oh, I got to let go of this. Or I need to visualize that. I'm more interested in you feeling something. I mean, like, do you feel this in your body? Don't just make it up. Because that's how we know if you're turned on or not. So women will often feel calmer and because you don't have to clear your mind. It just sort of happens. So this is very useful for business women. If you're going in to negotiate with a client or a vendor, or you're making a presentation or you're asked to speak at, you know, how are you going to turn this it factor on use your body? So womb space is powerful. Boy, is it powerful. And we want to use it in a way that feels good. So it's not like power over other people. It's your own light. So just for the purpose of this podcast, I just invite every woman to drop down three or four inches below her navel, go there, hang out. And what happens is people usually think of their womb space. Oh, I want you to actually imagine if you could go inside be in your body and sort of looking at your your looking at the world from the inside out it's as if you're dropping a light down into womb space so i'm just going to pause for a minute and let all the 
podcast listeners, hopefully they're not driving, but just take 20 seconds out of your busy day to feel your bod for a second before your mind thinks on email or the next text. See if you can feel your own womb space. And because the womb moves slower than our frenetic world, the womb hears between and under the words. So it feels weird on a podcast to have silence, but it's necessary to slow this machinery down so you can actually feel something. So in my work, I typically will have introductions to this work where I lead people through a bunch of somatic experiences with their um, feminine energy. It's not gonna make much sense out of a book or just talking about it, but you will actually feel it. And then you go out on the street and everybody starts smiling at you. Really good for business. <laughs> Very useful for someone who's trying to build a business because then you become the one that people remember instead of what you said, you know, at Toastmasters, as I'm sure you've run into people doing all kinds of business building and it's, it's an effort to tell people what you do. Most people hate that question. What do you do? <laughs> it's like, you know, how do I tell people my entire essence in 30 seconds or less at Toastmasters? I'm like, don't worry about the words, go down to womb space and speak from there. And so this takes some practice. For those of you who are interested, I run these classes online. Just go to adelwong.com. It'll tell you when the next intro event is. But I have found this so much fun for women. And uh, I hope it's making sense to you. Yeah, no, it sounds like such useful work. Like, I think that, you know, women who are blocked or locked down or guarded or, you know, holding it all in, it, it shows, you know, that, that kind of guardedness and that kind of, I, I, you know, I don't trust. Yeah. All of those things are, they leak out of you. Yeah. And just imagine filling yourself up with your feminine essence and how that will attract in the right kinds of people. I mean, it makes perfect sense to me. So if, if people don't understand it, they should come over to your website, check yeah, it out. It, it won't make much sense, but I want to give people hope because what I've noticed in the singles communities is people have analyzed themselves to death of their issues, you know, the blocks, the, Oh, I need to let go of this. I need to forgive my ex. I, need, I mean, people know all their stuff. They've, they've analyzed, they've been in therapy, they've been doing all this in introspection and reading self-help books and their heart still hurts. So my question becomes, is knowing more and, and digging more into the issues, is that really helping you? Now, I, I think it's useful, mm -hmm. but how about just trying something else that will just turn you on and it may not be necessary for you to know the nth degree of why you dated the last guy or why you're attracted to, you know, someday when you're 99 years old, you may know. But right now, if it's not known, you can move on with and get what you want anyway. If you haven't completely forgiven, it's all right. Because people, what I see is people just ripping their heart out, trying to like analyze themselves. And it's harsh. I'm sure you've seen this where women are like journaling their minds out of what they did wrong. And I'm like, Oh my goodness, that's a lot. It's, 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 it's hard. It's, 
It's also shaming. I, I yes. find that we we often think we're the problem, and I and I see this all the time in my practice. What did I do wrong? I shouldn't have said this. I shouldn't have done that. And it's like you know, yes. stop beating yourself up because well, it takes two. <laughs> as a coach, you tell them to stop, and they nod. Yes. But yes. they know you're right, right? But the body is still going like this. Yeah. Most space will be like, oh, we're, we're basically tapping into a different apparatus for forgiveness, for letting go. Like how many times have you heard some, just let it go. Well, if they could have, they would have already. And the more we tell them, the more shame they feel like they're still holding on to their ex. And I'm like, it's all right, sweetie. It's okay. Because they're like, I feel so guilty. I should be over this by now. I'm like, says who it's all right because people are carrying so much shame that they haven't self-helped themselves out of their issues yeah it's yeah. It, it i have a lot of compassion for singles who have done a lot of deep work because wouldn't you agree with me sandy that next to business uh personal relationships and business those are the two areas that you're going to do your deepest spiritual work on this Absolutely. planet yeah <laughs> Yep, that's the school of life right there. That's that's where you find out all your wounds you and all the stuff. You find out all about yourself. <laughs> but you're so right. I mean, I, I agree that we have to integrate the body into our work. There are a lot of people who go to therapy for years, for decades, and they're still, intellectually, they know the right they thing know to all do, their issues. and they're stuck. And, and stuck. yeah, so I, I also do a lot of somatic work because I, I agree with you. I think you can't separate. You cannot separate. So I love that you do this work for, for women. And um, so if people want to learn more, they should go to AdeleWang.com and you spell it W-A-N-G. Yes, A-D-E-L-E-W-A-N-G.com. Um, if people want, I often send out a little notes about how it's a diagram of how the feminine energy runs in the body mm -hmm. i offer this as a free gift if they want or you, you can send a text you, people can text to 66866 and just type my name i'll send you notes on how the feminine energy runs you'll be added to my easing so go check out adele's adele's work it is it is very valuable work for everybody to check out and thank you for listening today and if you love our show please rate and review us it is really such an important part of doing a podcast because it helps more people find us and uh we hope you go on your last first date very soon have a great day